I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. What does it mean to have standards in your relationships? Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? And what does it mean to settle? When we hear the word settling, we always think that settling is a bad thing. But are there moments in our dating lives where we should compromise and should settle for a few things? Or is that wrong? These are our thoughts These for today. These are the questions we will be covering <laughs> today in the X-Files. No. Um, okay, so start it off. Like, I was just mentioning this topic. It just came to us about a couple seconds ago. It was mm-hmm. something that I was pondering a while ago because it was. Um, I was thinking to myself, as far as, as dating goes, I've met a lot of people that have these very specifics that they want in their significant other while still being single. And I've kind of looked at that and thought to myself um how what happens when somebody comes along that's really like worthy of your time but they don't necessarily fit those preset standards what what is um what does it mean to you in terms of like turning them away because you're holding close to your standards is that is that something that we should be doing and what are realistic standards for somebody like how far how far away should we stray away from those standards and to begin with like and why do we have them in the first place? These are just things that dawned on the mind of both Marissa and I. So those are the things we're going to talk about. Um, so it's morning here. So good morning, everybody. <laughs> good morning. Or whenever you're listening. Good morning. Good night. Good evening. Um, yeah. So what do you think, Marissa? Well, I think standards is something that now we're really trying to implement like just as people, we're really trying to figure out what we want in relationships. And I think that's become like more recently a thing that people are doing is trying to figure out, you know, who their ideal partner is or what they want in a relationship. And I think that that is just important. I think we need to kind of, because when you think about what a standard is, it's based solely and not, maybe not solely, but largely on who you are as a person. So it's your personal expectations, your thoughts, your desires, for a relationship or person. So I think that having a standard for your dating relationships, especially because that's kind of what we're focusing on today, is important if not essential because that kind of lies, gives the framework for what you want your relationship to look like. And, you know, if you have a certain thing that you feel you don't really want to compromise on, you know, whatever that is for you, maybe that is a loyalty factor. Maybe, uh, you know, a non-negotiable is you want someone that you can trust and who's going to be loyal to you. And if someone doesn't fit that standard, you're not going to date them. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody has their own individual things. I think first of all, that's just totally valid. So we should start with that. But while you were talking, I started thinking, I think we have different perspectives on this because what I've seen in like getting to know you as a person is you have set standards for the way you approach women, the way you approach relationships. And I really admire that in you. I feel like you have this kind of ideal 
that you're like, you know what, I'm going to wait for the right person and that person's going to have these characteristics. Yeah. Whereas I feel like I'm completely opposite where it's like, I mean, I have standards, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like, I feel like my whole life has been a lot more about taking a risk and going for somebody and just kind of like falling in love all over the place because that's just kind of my personality. Um, so I think it's kind of cool to, to talk about these different things and why we are the way we are and whether yeah. it's like a good or a bad thing from either side. So I who think, are you? <laughs> i start with you. <laughs> I think some things are, ne- are, are necessities in terms of the person you're looking for. Some things are more or less like, because you have to chop it up into different categories like physical appearance and like emotional health and just kind of like how people hold themselves and present themselves. And mm-hmm. Some people get down to the very, very basic and they're just like i just want somebody who has a heartbeat and then other people (laughs) and then some people are like no this person has to have this this and that and they have to be like a like a weightlifter they have to be like into fitness like i am like those aren't bad specifics but they're specifics yeah you know you have a standard for yourself and um that's not bad but i feel like in today's society we've kind of demonized the idea of having standards because you know when somebody's like oh they're like i don't know i just we don't click they're not my type when you say they're not my type, it's almost kind of like you're saying like you're above them. And, and that kind of puts you in like a, this kind of pretentious seat. And yeah, people get so offended. Like they take it personally, like, oh, you don't like me. Like I'm not worthy of you. Yeah. And it's like, no, dude, you're just not the no. one from here. I just don't see it working out. Yeah. I was uh, talking to this girl. I've mentioned her a couple of times and we were hanging out one time and this was fairly recent. And, and we were talking about in terms of like the things, the reason we didn't work out. Mm-hmm. and and she was like well it's just like i just wanted to be sure that i wasn't in love with the idea of you and i was in love with you and i was like okay so you want that relationship you want that right and she was like yeah i do and i was like but, but just not with me and she was like well when you put it like that's really harshly i was like but that's the truth right and she was like yeah and i'm just like well there's no harm in that i mean it, some people can take that very like oh my gosh that hurts but i'm like no it's the truth like yeah. Just as she has standards for herself, I, I have standards for myself and somebody else has standards for themselves. Like, I don't think it's wrong. And I, I feel like I kind of felt weird the fact that she had to apologize because I'm like, this is something mm-hmm. that goes back to what we talked about before in terms of like, why do you have to apologize for how you feel, how you feel and holding yourself to a standard? Like, why do we feel the need to apologize? Because we're hurting somebody. I'm like, no, like, I understand. I mean, if you're really considerate of somebody's feelings that's okay but Mm -hmm. i don't think that it's completely necessary for you to apologize to somebody because you don't reciprocate those feelings i think it's only natural for you to be like you know what like like, we can talk about this civilly but i mean what's the point why do i have to apologize yeah i don't think we need to apologize but when you're saying that like i completely understand where she was coming from because when you tell somebody like the conversation you guys had and when you were like oh so i'm just not that person and she's like yeah sorry like I understand like why she apologized but like when you when you're talking about that now I'm just like what if we had the perspective that you have where it's Mm. like you don't have to apologize and I'm not going to feel bad because those are your standards Mm -hmm. and they don't match with mine and that's fine and then we walked away and we're like okay cool we just avoided a train wreck (laughs) yeah a train wreck literally and I don't know I just think like we, we want to have standards and they're good, but then we also need to know that other people have standards too. And sometimes we just don't have the same ones. Like you mentioned the fitness thing. Yeah. You know, if somebody is like really into fitness, they might have a standard of wanting someone to be in that that realm too. And like when you were saying that, I'm like, how weird is that? That's so specific. But it's also like it makes sense because if it that's does. their lifestyle yeah. and that's like what fits for them, mm-hmm. like if I'm going to try to fit with a person that's like, 
you know, a competitive weightlifter or something like that. Like we're not going to, I mean, it could probably work if we wanted it to, you know, but it'd be difficult because we're not on that same plane. And so if this person has a standard, like I need somebody who has this lifestyle, then like I can't walk away and be like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm, you know, I'm this, I'm that in a negative sense because it's like, Mm -hmm. well, we just didn't work, you know? And maybe that's like very transformative for our relationships. If we took on a different perspective and instead of feeling like, oh, you know, this didn't work out, ho-hum, I'm not worthy. Yeah. We're like, actually, I am worthy, this just wasn't the right person. Mm -hmm. And, like, think of all the heartbreak we just avoided. Yeah, you know, absolutely. (laughs) And then it kind of, I kind of wanted to touch base on that because then it kind of tangents itself out into this other form of thinking where some people in a third party would look at that person who wants somebody who's involved with fitness and be like, you know what, like, is that, that's shallow. And then you kind of have to sit and think like, well, what constitutes shallow? Because is it just because my my set my set standard doesn't line up with yours? Like, is that what you can constitute as shallow? Like for me, like for me, I'm kind of going along the lines of asking what what would constitute shallow in terms of dating, in terms of expectation. Like, obviously, like if we're looking in terms of of like a physical appearance is that even shallow like I, I was just thinking about that and i don't know if you mentioned this on another episode or if we were just talking about this you and i but you said something about physical appearance and how you know if you're not like physically attracted or just attracted in some sense to another person it might not work out and how we shouldn't have to apologize for that either i mean i don't no. think by any means we should ever say to someone hey i'm not attracted to you and like be mean about it i think there's way (laughs) i think there's a way (laughs) i think there's way better ways to go around that because that's something that's very sensitive you know like people's appearance when it when it's like something you do you know like a fitness thing okay you know you're not into fitness that doesn't like hurt their feelings unless you're saying like oh you know you're bad at working out i don't know but you get what i'm saying but when it comes to like physical appearance we should always try to craft it in a way that's not going to hurt someone soul because they're like oh my god you don't think i'm pretty but do we need to apologize for that like in the sense if you're not attracted to someone it might not work out and it's like that's just i don't know if that's shallow i mean i guess i'm still trying to figure that out too i don't know if that's necessarily shallow so i think maybe it becomes shallow if you're like hey and you're talking about it and you're like oh i'm not attracted to you physically so like it's not gonna work out or you're telling other people like oh yeah she's just like not my type in like a negative sense then that becomes shallow Mm -hmm. but like if you're just straight up acknowledging the fact that you're just not attracted to that person, like it's it's another heartbreak avoider. And like, why date someone that you're not attracted to? But then again, there comes that that ideology that um, that I have experienced myself a couple of times, and I'm fairly positive it's been experienced with me. Where you, at first you're not you don't find somebody physically attractive, but as you get to know them, and we've talked about this a couple of times, you fall in love with the idea of that person and, and actually who they are yeah so that i think that's a rare case though those are rare, rare cases because like i mean people obviously we're talking about pre we're talking about pre-gaming standards here we're not talking about yeah. somebody like over the course of time maybe that's a different talk but i'm saying in terms of people you meet you know eye to eye on like a first day basis like people have standards and and whether and those people will emphasize those standards whether they in in terms of uh deciding whether they want to go to a next date or not you know yeah. some people are only looking for like the physical in in other people and i mean i could again i can i don't understand everybody's form of thinking but mm-hmm. for me like i was saying i think for me it's important because i this is the way that i explained it to you and the way i explained it to to the girl i was talking about talking to mm-hmm. 
is that the the person that you are with is a is like an outward expression of who you are internally. You know, this is the person that you decided to invest your time in. So the person that this is, the person this person decides to express to the world, this is who you decide, you deemed worthy of your time. Right. So when you are in a relationship, people don't necessarily look at you two as individuals. You two are kind of a unit. and To some extent, yeah. Yeah, to some extent, obviously. But I'm saying like, that's kind of where relationships go is, you know, obviously relationships end up in one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Eventually you guys break up or you guys get married. And if you take the latter, obviously people are going to label you guys as, a, as one entity. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm saying is like the person I'm with is a visual representation of what's going on with me internally because I deem this person worthy of having met that standard. Yeah. And ha- and being worthy of my time, my efforts. So if you value your, if you can be this amazing, amazing person, but if you're, with somebody who kind of just reeks of negative, I feel like that's kind of a uh, an outward expression of what's going on within you inside. Because if you did, then why would you, if you valued yourself the way that you express yourself externally, then why would you be in this situation? And I'm not saying that like in terms of like, oh, uh, like if, if you're with somebody who com- is the complete opposite of you, that then that's a crappy relationship. I'm just saying in terms of like the very extreme. Yeah, I guess maybe to clarify that, like, are you talking about if you're with someone who is completely opposite in, like, values and... I mean, like, in terms of what this society deems as, as positive and negative. Like, if let's say you're somebody who's, for, for a hypothetical, let's say you're somebody who's fairly successful and you are very work-related, like, you, you have a very driven. hard yeah. work-driven, you have a hard work ethic... But you're dating somebody who is not that. You're, you're dating somebody who's the complete opposite of that. Mm-hmm. And they're lazy and they don't really care. And I'm just kind of thinking to myself, like, how does that match? Because to me, I'm thinking in my head, the the work-oriented person was some, wants somebody who's work-oriented. Like somebody who can align themselves with the same ideology without being too similar to who they are. Yeah. Like, so, like, you want somebody who's similar to you, but at the same time brings new things to the table and challenges you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're dating somebody who's a complete opposite, that that kind of throws the whole challenging thing out the window and takes it to an extreme. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if... Hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I don't know if it's necessary. Well, I don't know. Let me rephrase. I don't know if it's a bad thing to be with someone that's the opposite of you, but I think at the end of the day, your perspective needs to be aligned somehow. And take that however you want it. But perspective meaning either end goals or what you care about or the way you think. Because I've, I've been with people who are opposite and who have different ways of thinking. And I don't think it's wrong. I think those relationships can be really strong because they make you appreciate things that you don't normally see in your life. And they make you look at the world in a different way. So it's like it's not the fact that it's opposite that's wrong, but it's more of like kind of what we talked about earlier where it's do you have the same either you know perspective meaning standards meaning future goals meaning thought process and not all of those have to be the same but something has to be aligned in order to drive your relationship forward otherwise recognize that you're in constant constant tension yeah and that's not healthy mm-hmm. like i had this thought the other day i was like randomly driving and i was like you know what like love is freaking hard but like having love for someone and them loving you like just that love 
is easy. It's like the relationship part and the choosing each other and the fighting to make things work. That's a part that's hard. But like, I think I confused that for the longest time in my life where I thought that love itself was hard. Like I had to work for certain people's love. I had to work for their forgiveness. I had to, you know, like I was just in these relationships that were just like hard. And it's like, it's not like the actual, like working to have the relationship was hard. It was like the love part was hard. And that's not love, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you see that you're in a relationship that's the act of, having love between two people is hard like that's not healthy and perhaps that just means like you guys are on different pages you have different standards you're not bringing out like the values in each other yeah you know what i'm saying yeah I sorry do. i kind of went on a tangent no. there but <laughs> you're good you're good um no i just for me i think love is completely subjective too love is subjective to the person that's looking for it um, it's different for all of us, you know, like for mm. me, that's what the way I said it was, that was my personal opinion and the way I seek out love, but for somebody else, it might be different. And I don't think, I don't think that labeling differences in relationships, like in two people within that relationship is bad. I'm, mm-hmm. I didn't mean opposite is bad. I meant if people are on completely sides of the different sides of the pendulum. Yeah. Like if their end goals are completely different. Yeah. Like if like you're going in things. two different directions, like how are you ever going to move forward? I as meant a the unit? big things. Yeah. Like not, not little talks. I meant like in terms of big things, like, like long-term goals. Like, does this person want a family? And like, yeah, do you yeah. want a family? Do you, does this person want to get married? Do you want to get married? Like, yeah, this is so interesting. Cause it's like, do you need to align with all of those things? Will it work out? I or don't are know. you going to spend time? Like, are you going to kind of take the risk and be like, you know what? I'm going to change their mind. Well, but okay. then you set yourself up for failure. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't always fail, but you set, but you have to expect that you're going in with this, like thinking like this person doesn't want to get married. This person doesn't want to have kids, but I'm like, you know what? I can change them. I can change yeah, them. Yeah, I'm like, see, no, like don't go with that because you're going to hurt yourself. That's a good point. You're because... not going to hurt them. You're going to hurt you. When we started this podcast, we were talking about the standards and I said that we're kind of different on what we think. And, you know, you have when you were talking about your standards, you have those standards and you want to be aligned. And so I feel like you're kind of talking about this here where it's like the end goals and stuff. And I don't know. I I kind of have a different perspective when it comes to that because I don't know if like, OK, this is the way I see it. I have standards for a relationship in terms of like. Obviously, I want loyalty. I want... I think everybody does. Yeah. I, I want loyalty. I want to find someone who has the same, like, drive for life mm-hmm. and uh, emotional sense. So, like, those are, like, really... I mean, I could probably... I feel like I'm just trying to, like, list them off at the, at the top of my head. But those are, like, the big things for me. It's, like, can I trust you? Are we emotionally compatible? And do you have some sort of lust for life? Whether that's career or you just, like care about things or you're driven or passionate about something like those are like my big things yeah and otherwise i mean i have like standards here and there and i have like obviously there's like an ideal and i don't know if it's absolutely necessary to have such high standards that anyone who doesn't meet every single thing is unworthy of your time and i don't know do you like i feel like you're kind of on the um, you're like no that's I think that having a healthy standard is okay, but not. But I don't think that religiously sticking to every single thing is necessary. Right. Not religiously. I mean, you know. I mean, like, like if somebody comes along, I'm not saying like if somebody has nine out of ten and that's fine. I'm saying like I'm saying I mean like 
in terms of if you like somebody back, but they don't necessarily fit the category, why not? I mean, if you actually like them, not, okay. but, but you take into consideration like the big things. Yeah. Not in terms of like, you know what, maybe we don't align, but whatever, you know, they're cute. I'm going to go with them. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Like, no, well, that's... I mean, not like that, but I don't know. I feel like in the past I've taken a lot of risks in relationships because I feel like there's value in doing that. And but so... there's also a lot of risk. Because right. your there case is. was a your case like obviously like your case is like are very isolated compared to like other people like they're, yeah so I'm saying like maybe the risks you took were like the one in a million that were were beneficial but in terms of like me I feel like just by by foreshadowing kind of what I saw would have happened I don't think it would have been healthy for me to take that risk because yeah. it would have been like you know what you both know that you're on different kind of areas in life that you both want different things yeah um. There was this girl that I was talking to before the girl that I was talking to now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so many girls, Abe. <laughs> well, you know, Ted Mosby. But oh I, <laughs> but um, I'm just like, I was talking to her and she was interested in me, but I was not interested in her. And when she asked me about this, I mean, I told you about this girl, who she was. And um, we sat down and we talked about it. And I was like, you know, this is like the last time we're going to talk about this because I... I communicated this with you and I don't feel like you're understanding where I'm coming from. So she was like, why do you feel like we're incompatible? And I was like, well, first of all, you want a big family. I don't want a big family. You want this in life. I don't want that in life. And I was talking about the big things. I wasn't talking about like, well, I mean, you don't like Coldplay. Like, I wasn't doing that. I was like the big things in life. I was like, maybe right now this might seem like something we can look past, but what happens if we're years down the road and we actually built something and then yeah. we come to this and we're just like and it, it gets to the point where we spent years of our life and it ends up destroying our relationship and destroying it and like it just ends up hurting us yeah because we we were like let's cross that bridge when we get to it you know my dad used to say that all the time and i don't like that saying i don't like that saying because it's like you have let's to cross that bridge so we get out. to it i was like why not have a plan on how to cross the bridge yeah. that way when you're there you Good could point. you could just cross it and not to think about it spontaneously yeah it was like you know, I think that only applies to very minimal things in life, but I don't think that having this conversation with somebody is a bad thing. I think that in turn, it's a good thing where you sit with somebody and you're like, where do you see yourself? I like, not even like a job interview, but I'm saying like, basically you sit with somebody and you have to ask them the important questions. Like, otherwise, what are you two doing besides fooling around? Like, how do you benefit from that? You don't. And I'm saying, not in the isolated cases that you went through and obviously you'll never know how but i think there's such thing as a gut feeling yeah being like oh yeah okay okay do i really see this going anywhere do i like this person besides like the fun we have at times like totally i wouldn't yeah i kind of want to speak to that for just a quick second i feel like if you have like if you're in a situation where you're like well i don't know if i should take a risk on this person or i don't know if like i should try if you have a gut feeling that's like "Eh, i don't know and it's more like on the side of like, I don't think this is a good idea. Like any hesitation, I feel like you really need to pay attention to because those are the things like your body, your mind, your soul is telling you like, hey, don't do this. And you're blatantly ignoring it and then eventually getting to the outcome of like heartbreak and pain and crap. And yeah. And listen also, when you are having that gut feeling of like, I don't know, what is it that's telling you? I don't know. Is it like an actual, is it like an actual, besides the anxiety of like trying something new or is it like the, an actual reasoning behind why you don't yeah. think this is a good idea? Like, like I said, you, maybe you guys don't align on some things. Like if you're going in it with the fear of that, I don't think it, you should go in it at all. Cause you're just yeah. thinking like, you know what? 
we're not aligning with this. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I was like, that's a, don't do that. Like, yeah. But do you think that, I mean, I feel like I'm agreeing with you, but I also like, there's the other like devil's advocate here where it's like people change and perspectives change and people you, change, but you don't change people though. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you don't change a person, but sometimes like the connection you build with someone causes a lot of things to change. And I'm not trying to say like, get with that person and you can change them. That's not what I mean at I all. I heard that a lot. And I and it like ends badly. Yeah, it's bad. I want to get back to that in one second. But mm-hmm. I mean like in the fact that like love changes people and we change and the people we are with change. And when you're talking about this, it's like, yeah, obviously having someone who is aligned completely with your standards and your perspectives and everything else makes sense. But on like the flip side, what if these values that you have change over time? Like what if I mean I don't yeah. like you know what I'm saying? No, like I, like I have that. I have like a standard of like I don't know, it's not even a standard, that's a weird word. But like I, I wanna have a family of my own one day. And Of course. But like I know myself and like I, so. I am terrified of like having kids. I think I'm gonna like Adoption. have a kid and then it's gonna be like that was the most <laughs> painful experience of my life. I never wanna do that again. And then have <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> but like, I, who knows? Like maybe my perspective will change and like I won't want any more kids. And it's like, am I no longer compatible with the person that I'm with? Like, you know, maybe we were planning and having a big family and now I'm like, haha, never mind. You know what um, I mean? So it's like now we're not aligned. And, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I guess my perspective on relationships is that we have to stop being so freaking afraid of everything and take risks, even if that person is not perfect, because we are not perfect and no one is perfect. But I think the risks that we take have to be smart risks. They have to be calculated risks. Like, Maybe not calculated. I would say but calculated. Smart. No, I would say calculated because there is such thing as like foreshadowing and seeing like down the line. Like, yeah. There are not some things you could just chop up to ignorance and being like, I didn't know because you did. Like, yeah. I'm, like you I, have to like look at it and be smart. But then again, you have to also know that like you can't, I, I don't know. I've been adopting this mindset over the last two years of like, I've always been like a planner, figuring everything out, having it all like written out. Da, 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 this is how it's going to go. You want- not, not with relationships, <laughs> but like. You want everything in writing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not as much with relationships. That's freaky. It's like with everything else in my life, like my schedule and like what my work is and what I'm going to write about. And like, just, I, I like to plan things, you know? Yeah. And I feel like. I've really learned, especially with relationships, that you cannot plan things because things change. People change. Their perspectives change. Morals change. Not morals, but like values change. And so it's like when you take a risk, what? obviously make a smart one. Like maybe look look into the future and say, okay, is this like – if it doesn't feel like it's going to work and there's something negative, then like listen to that and don't do it. But if it feels like, you know what, this feels right to me – I feel like we have to take risks sometimes. And if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. Like you're going to get your heart broken, even yeah. in the most calculated, most compatible situations, you know? Yeah. Cause sometimes life just happens. Cause life just happens. And I mean, like we're so afraid of heartbreak and like, don't get me wrong. Like heartbreak freaking sucks. And yeah, sometimes it's good, but it like, I, I f- no, <laughs> I think it's good though, because it like, I mean, not that I want to wish it on anyone, yeah, but I feel break like your heart, <laughs> some things, happen and fall apart and then we learn a lot about ourselves and what we want like some of the biggest growth i've had is after like the most painful of breakups and i mean that's just my experience but i feel like in love sometimes we have to take risks because 
there's a chance, you know, that we might not like, you know, make it to tomorrow. And it's like, if we really feel strongly for someone and it feels right, even if that person isn't, you know, 10 out of 10 things on our list, like maybe we can try it out. What's the worst thing that can happen? Like you get your heart broken and then you have to start over again, but at least like you tried, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And you don't have to jump to like the serious stuff right away. There is such thing as dating somebody and getting yeah. to know them. So there's like not a huge rush with it. This is like unless, a whole nother podcast topic though. Cause I'm like, what is dating? Unless, I just want to be in love. Unless you're one of those people <laughs> that's just like, yeah, like first date. I love you. Okay. Yeah. I'm not like that, I but just, I love you. I want to get married. <laughs> I know we have different plans. Can you plans. imagine how awkward that would be? No, but I mean like that's some, how, some people are good at dating. Girl run away. <laughs> some people are good at dating though. And they like, can be like slow and casual. I don't and, understand like, how dating works. For me. I'm like, just like for me. It's I like... want to know if this is going to be a real thing. So not that I'm like, hey, I love you, but like, I'm dating you with the intent of loving you. So like, the... I don't know. So like... I like, I want to get to know you, but I want it to be serious. Is what I'm saying. For me, like, I have no idea how to calculate dating. Like for me, it's like I don't think you have to calculate it. That's no, your saying, problem. No, I'm saying I don't. Everyone, that's his problem. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I don't know how to. Like, that's the best way I like to put it, because I feel like everything has arithmetic behind, arithmetic behind it. But um, I don't You're know. How, I don't know how to calculate dating. You can't calculate love. You can. <laughs> you can. Um, you can totally calculate love. But I'm saying, like, I, I don't know how to calculate dating because I'm like, you know how everybody has those, like, different moral rules when it comes to, like, the first date. What do you do? Second date. What do you do? Oh, third God. Date. I'm like, when is it the proper date to, like, like, start talking about the real stuff? Yeah, okay. I, like, I'm, I'm not going to drop that. on the first date and be like, yo, I'm trying to go to Harvard and I'm actually, I need you to stay at home and quit your job. This is like a, whoa, this is like a really good point you bring up because I think we avoid it because we don't want to be too much. We don't want to be weird. We don't want to seem like, but maybe hey. The person also, but maybe the other person's waiting on you to mention. Yeah. It. So how do you like, this is the problem I have with modern dating is like, we're expected guys and girls, we're, well, actually more guys, but I'm saying like, we're somehow expected to read each other's minds like we're some kind of detective picking up on social cues of a murder like no like (laughs) that's not how it works like just speak your mind honestly like i think that's i mean it might be difficult to do within the first couple of days because i'm but you have you're gonna eventually get there so i mean start actually speaking your mind as opposed to like trying to pick trying to like have a scavenger hunt with somebody else's emotions yeah but think about it like how do you bring up those very real topics you usually don't bring them up until you love that person you know like i don't talk about i don't know if i would though because i'm not gonna wait until i love that person to like start mentioning it right because if i do because then if i'm like you it's do, too late then you're like i'm already in love and yeah. now what no i'm not gonna but, wait till that but how do you like when yeah this is a whole nother i think it's a good idea to start mentioning it like not talking about it in depth maybe like hey like where do you see yourself in life? Like that that's a very general question that doesn't have to apply to like yeah. family and marriage like it just you can easily be double like double stoning it like with asking them like what do you see yourself in life yeah it could also mean like career-wise and just also getting to know them while simultaneously trying to pick at their brain like and not being weird and not being weird you're not gonna be like so do you want four kids like no um i think those conversations do come naturally though when you are like in a healthy relationship though or like in like a healthy dating like when you're getting to know somebody and it's like it's a healthy thing. I think sometimes they come naturally because you start to feel that like vulnerability open up mm-hmm. and you start to feel like, okay, I can be myself around this person or I can like say something and then you figure out how to say it in a way that's not like weird. Yeah. You know? Kind of. I don't know. For me, like I've always 
kind of approached it head on. And I know I, sh- I shouldn't do that. Maybe I mean, actually, you know, what? I stand by that. I admire that. In you, I stand though. by that. Cause I, cause I've never had a negative, like most of the time it's like, they're like, whoa, like not whoa in a bad way, but they're like, I, usually people are like, it, they yeah, they don't, respect they don't, that. They don't, they don't address it head on. And I'm like, I just go up, I just like asked them, I'm like, uh, where do you see yourself? You know, like, like, I don't really find any use in like sitting there and be like, so how's the weather? Like, yeah. No, like I don't like that. It's a, that's an actual waste of time, not the years you spend trying to get to know somebody. I think that's a waste of time of just sitting there and being like, so like, like no, just but yeah, talk about the important stuff like, so that you can see. You're trying if to your date this person. This person knows you're trying to date them because obviously they're there. They agreed to be there. So yeah. like, why not start talking about the stuff that matters so you can potentially potentially avoid this giant train wreck? Yeah. Because you guys didn't refuse to address it early on. It's like the conversation about like, what are we or where are we going? Like you have to have oh, that, one. that one. You have to I have it early on. One. I hate that. What are we one? But not in the weird, like, well, where do you see this going? But oh, as sh- in like the, stop it. as in the, like, <laughs> not saying I love you, but like looking at that person being like, I really like spending time with you. And if you are like vulnerable and communicate that, then the other person's like, oh, you know, like they're invested. And then can you can ease into that conversation like where do you see this going like do you see yourself having a family do you can i borrow your netflix (laughs) oh my gosh that's serious that's usually how i know i'm serious is when she like you know it's serious when when they come over their phone automatically connects to your home wi-fi that's how you know it's serious i feel like that's not even that serious because like everyone came Uh home and connected to my home wi-fi no uh -uh. no for me it's like i don't give it out unless like you're my dad or i'm potentially gonna have a kid with you whoa (laughs) that escalated quickly yeah yeah i know but i go head on and i address it and i'm just like like as soon as if she comes over and she's like what's the wi-fi password i'm like "Uh uh-uh like i don't know you that well yet like use your hot use my hotspot if you want but (laughs) but you're not using my wi-fi don't get carried away nuggets from abe it's only been five days (laughs) you know it's love when the wi-fi password is given out and she comes over and like she starts connecting to your Wi-Fi and stuff. I'm like, whoa, that's like you, you need to settle down there. Like uh, you're taking it way too fast for me. Like, I mean, we agreed on a couple of things, but you're already here connecting to the Wi-Fi. Like, are you kidding me? That's just a whole different kind of level of commitment that I'm not ready for. I don't think I'll I'll be ready for that until at least ten dates. <laughs> when she's like, can I stay the night? And I'm like. Sure, but you can't connect to the Wi-Fi. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, I'm probably not kidding. I don't know. I'll have to wait and see the situation pans out. <laughs> Nuggets from Abe. Nuggets from Abe. All right. But seriously, though, takeaways from this talk are I think that we have to have standards for dating, but I think we also have to understand that people are imperfect. No one's ever going to match the ideal because we're not going to match the ideal. And that's Okay. And so we need to look for people that fit with our standards, but also take risks because risks in love are important, but smart risks. Maybe not calculated Calculate. to the nth degree, but smart risks love. where it's like if you if something doesn't feel right or doesn't sit well, <laughs> don't risk it with that person, but smart risks. The risk that I took was calculated, but boy, am I bad at math. Ooh, good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, lots of laughs this episode. Yeah, that was I a good hope, one. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.